Hello, and welcome to the final reward round. Uh, we are, of course, joined with our third winner here, uh, Jim, Jimmy, Jimbert, Jimison, the man of many names. <laughs> Truthfully. Uh, um, you know, in the past, we've talked about a cult in Ohio. Uh, we did a movie quiz. Uh, now we're talking about video games. Um I mean, a little bit more specifically, we uh, Jim wanted to talk about FromSoft. Um, so let's prepare to die together, and hopefully we get good at the end of this, my friends. Uh, Jim, I'll turn it over to you. Uh, you're the winner. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, FromSoft. Yeah, no. I've been kind of on a bit of a Dark Souls Elden Ring hitch lately and I've just been enjoying the games thoroughly. I've every time I usually play through them I'm usually doing all boss runs just because I don't know, I want to just experience everything in the game's fullest and then just experimenting with different builds, whether you go strength, dex, pyromancy, yada yada. But I mean, are there people that skip bosses? Like that's well, the whole point of the series. Yeah, no. Well, there there are just optional bosses that are like on the side that you more have to go out of your way to find. I mean, technically, but like Yeah. You'd have to be an expert to know which bosses to skip. I think you can skip Gaping Dragon. You can, um, yes. Um, cuz I know you can get into um you go fuck. It's not Lost Isolith, is it? Uh, no. It's Lost Isolith is a little bit more past it. So uh, skipping, you can technically skip two bosses in that regard. You can skip the Capper Demon and the Gaping Dragon by yeah, bringing the Thieves Key or the Master Key. The Master Key, yeah. And then you take that through New Londo Ruins, and then there's a tower that leads you up that gives you access to Blight Town early the Drake. on. It yeah. goes Valley of the Drakes and then Blade Town. Back. Yeah, yeah. I remember doing like one of my first playthroughs. I was an idiot, so I was just like mm -hmm. following a guide, um, and I think I chose it was like Pyromancer and mm -hmm. Gift of the Master Key, and it, it was like yeah, go down to New Londo Ruins, mm -hmm. uh, go over here into the Valley of the Drakes, uh, go into Blight Town and get this one set of armor, and then mm -hmm. leave. Uh, which then meant I had to run back against all of those people. And I think it was like, don't save at any bonfire, because then you will be trapped in Blight Town. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah. <sighs> Metroidvania is pretty much how Dark Souls are with a little bit of a twist. Mm -hmm. um, and there's so many different ways to complete them. Um, you, you only said Dark Souls and Elden Ring. Have you not, have you not done Bloodborne? Uh, Sekiro, uh, I Kingsfield. Have, I don't know about that last one, but um, I have uh, gone all the way through Sekiro. Bloodborne, uh, I've only played through friends, so I've only gotten about to the halfway mark, I think, to about... I think that's wrong? The, and what about Demon Souls? Demon Souls, I have played the beginning of. I've beat... Phalanx. And the, the original or uh the remake. The remake. Um I think I, that's also where I stopped playing. Yeah, I, I made it to Phalanx and then I tried to bounce around through some of the other areas, but 
the build that I started off with was kind of bad, so I didn't get too far into it, but that was also through another friend. But but yeah, the main ones I've played are the the original trilogy and then Sekiro and Elden Ring, which Sekiro is its own whole other beast, but... <laughs> and you've never heard of Kingsfield? I have not, no. <laughs> the one to start it all, so... Like, as as people say that Demon Souls is the precursor to Dark Souls, mm-hmm. I mean, they they have the same initials, and they, mm-hmm. they're both Souls games. Uh, Kingsfield, Kingsfield is the original one. Um, it was a first-person game where you had two hands, mm-hmm. and you'd go up and you'd fight, like, different enemies. Uh, you had the stamina bar, mm-hmm. uh, and it was hard. Uh, and it was the first appearance of the Moonlight Greatsword. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, and yeah. That what make that's what puts it into the uh, the Dark Souls genealogy. Yeah, that's always been one of the recurring things is the, the Moonlight Greatsword. And pretty sure it's the only game it's not in is Sekiro, just because it would be stupidly out of place. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I like. I think. So I've played one and three, mm-hmm. and I will tell everyone I've never been a Dark Souls game. I'm not that good. I'm close on Dark Souls one, mm-hmm. but um, I think Dark Souls one has one of the best mechanics that I I don't know why they got rid of it, and that's tail cutting. True, yeah. I, that's just a that's such a cool mechanic where it it is literally a re- a reward for playing in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what if we just stopped? Yeah, no. Because, like, there's so many different enemies. Like, there's the there's the gargoyles in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I think anytime you uh, fight the, the any gargoyle again, you can get the weapon again. Even though yeah. it's not one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. Um, you go on... Mo- pretty much every dragon has a tail weapon. Um, yeah. Like, the one... The, the bridge wyvern or the bridge drake, whatever word yeah, yeah, they yeah. use instead of dragon, because they're cowards. Yeah, there's that one. There's gaping dragon. You can cut Calamite's tail, though. That one's a little more trickier. Does I think you Calamite can... not even have a weapon though? Uh, the tail cut is how you get the weapon. If you kill him normally, you just get a ring, and then that's it. But um, what's her face in the painted world of? Aaron yeah, you can cut Priscilla's tail as well. Um, Gaping Dragon. I think there's one more. Uh, uh yeah, it's the Moonlight Greatsword that you get from Seath. Correct, yes. That is right. It's such, it's such a very interesting thing. Like, sure, like, the weapons don't have to be great, um, but it's still fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it just gives a little more, uh, uh, variety in the fight on how you want to take it. Have you have you ever done any magic builds? Uh yeah, no, currently in DS3 I'm doing a a pyromancy build that I'm running through and I'm currently on the DLC and Ring City DLC with pyromancy is rough. Oh my god. Aren't, aren't all of them like immune to or not immune but resistant to fire? The intro boss Demon Princes I think has like 70% fire resistance. But you can kind of get around that, because with some of the pyromancies, there's, like, uh, 
ones that do dark damage instead of fire damage. So that one you can get around. It's still a little tricky. But then you get to the boss that I'm currently on, which is Dark Eater Madir, who is resistant to both fire and dark, which are like your two primary damage options. And he has like, I don't know, like 15k health. So he's tanky as all get out as well. And it's it's been an experience. <laughs> I mean, health values in, in, in Dark Souls in general don't matter. Yeah, true, but... You can just set it to a bar, and it'd be like, okay, this weapon does this percent of a bar. And that's pretty much how the games are. Yeah. But uh, as far as that run, there is one spell you can use, which I'm trying to get work, but it's also the fact that most of Madeir's attacks one-shot me just because my health isn't high enough. But there's one attack that does like just physical bludgeoning damage, that's a pyromancy, and it's literally just you throw a boulder at them. <laughs> so that's my main source of dealing with him once I get around to that, but it, the DLC is rough, to say the least. <laughs> I mean, I think DLC is always the hardest part of the Dark Souls. Oh, most certainly, yeah. Because one, not only do you have to fight uh, Artorias, uh, a wall in his own right, Yeah. you then fight Manus. And he, I think every boss in that DLC is like, oh man, this boss sucks. Yeah. The only one that's like not uber difficult is Sanctuary Guardian. But other than that, the other three are just really brutal. <laughs> and even, even Sanctuary Guardian has lightning attacks from range. And in has, a water it's very arena. Fast, yeah, it's very <laughs> fast as well. Yeah. And then it can also poison you if it hits you with its tail. And that's the beginning boss. Oh, that's that's Literally. another tail cat that we forgot to mention was Sanctuary Guardian. Oh yeah, I, that's yeah. the one where you don't get anything though. I think you get a whip of some kind. I, I, I'm like, there's one of them that doesn't give you anything when you cut its tail. Yeah. Or I'm thinking of its soul because he's one of the bosses that drops a soul, and most mm-hmm. of them you can put them into soul weapons or a, or yeah. a spell, and he's like, nah. Mm, yeah, just no. <laughs> Bo- the bo- the whole thing with boss weapons this is just such a uh, intuitive design thing just to get ri- a lot more unique weaponry that can just make play completely different like i remember in uh dark souls 2 there's uh one boss weapon that you can get that scales off decks but is like a great sword <laughs> and it's yeah. it it makes it a lot more unique to like a lot of the quicker weapons that you would normally use to where now you have this big heavy hitting like sword and also you just get access to a lot of different magics depending on the boss as well which can usually usually they're a lot more of the flashier spells like with the big explosions or but then there's like Elden Ring where you can find Comet Azure which is just a giant Kamehameha beam is <laughs> just lying around it's you know, I've seen some, like, sorcery-only runs, and, mm-hmm. like, the main caveat is that they can't use that one. Yeah, no. It, yeah, no, that that one is very strong. <laughs> I think it got nerfed, but it's still really good. And then there's... Kamehameha. Yeah, there's also the one weapon in Carrion Manor that its weapon art is, like, a mini Kamehameha, basically. <laughs> I think it's, like, the Sword of Night and Flame or something like that. 
I'm not sure. I didn't yeah. get that far in um, in Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. I did defeat Margit. Yeah. I didn't get much farther than that. Yeah, no. Margit, honest. I would have to say Margit is probably the hardest, like, early game. First boss. Boss, yeah. I think the only one I can maybe compare him to is Father Gascoigne from Bloodborne, maybe? Oh, no. Father Gascoigne is such a hard wall. Yeah, no. I think... The only thing that gives uh, Margit an edge over him is that Father Gascoigne has the music box. Yeah, that's true. Well, Margit also has the shackle, but... Don't you have to go out of your way to get the shackle, though? Yeah, a little bit. I guess since it's an like open in, world, it makes it more of an inconvenience when Bloodborne's a little more linear, but... You know, in in Bloodborne, you literally just have to talk to this this girl who's on the way to Father Gascoigne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they both do have the item, but I do think that Margit also just has a more complex moveset, especially when you get into his phase two. And he starts using the, uh, like, miracle weapons, but... Uh, but yeah, no, other than that, I mean, Asylum Demon, you can literally cheese with uh, a consumable. <laughs> you just walk in, pick the f- the firebomb gif, and then that's, like, a free win. Uh, Last Giant's not a threat. Dragon Rider which could be another early game boss depending on how you look at it that has that can be cheese where you can just make them fall off the arena well i would say depending then, like because obviously no because i think i think you're looking at it wrong um the asylum demon is tutorial boss he's yeah. not he's not first stage boss first stage bar- boss in dark souls is uh taurus demon that's true yeah yeah but- taurus demon is a piece of piss though yeah, no, he's also easy. So. And obviously, so is so is uh, so is Asylum Demon because there's two different ways to kick his ass. It's either firebomb or follow the tutorial and plunge attack. Yeah, which does half his HP. And then and, you just have to smack him a couple times in the butt. Yeah, and then I would say probably for first bosses, the the most balanced one is probably Udex Gundir. I'm trying... I'm like, is he technically a tutorial boss, though? I mean, unless you want to... I don't... I guess you could count, like, the Titanite Lizard in, like, the off-corner, but... I don't know. Well, that one... That one is a bastard. (laughs) (laughs) That one is not a tutorial boss. Yeah, no, it's it's more of, like, a mini-boss without a health bar. No, because, like, I think in Dark Souls 1, you could probably go and fight one of the harder bosses. Like, you could run... Well, I would say harder bosses, and I was about to say pinwheel. <laughs> um, yeah, pinwheel is not one of the harder bosses in any Dark Souls. <laughs> pinwheel, if you go in like at a lower level, it can be challenging. But when if you go towards yeah, if you don't his have boss fight, damage to kill his fucking clone. Mm-hmm. If you go towards his boss fight, like usually when most people do, which is after they place the Lord Vessel, you usually like five shot him, <laughs> like. He's very squishy a lot of the time, but... Yeah, I, I super didn't know about Pinwheel, like, my first couple playthroughs of Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. And I would have just gone and clowned on him for the more Estus flasks. Yeah, no, the Rite of Candling is a very useful item. It's kind of a bitch that they lock it behind a boss. 
Mm -hmm. uh, especially in that area. God, do not get me started on Catacombs Tomb of the Giants. I despise that entire section of the game. Catacombs is obviously the easier section of it. Yeah, Tomb no. of the Giants is a bit is a bitch. Yeah. Tomb of the Giants is this, I, this would, I would say probably one of the worst areas in any Dark Souls game. I I wouldn't go that far because frigid outskirts exists, but in Dark Souls three in, in Dark Souls two. Oh, I haven't. It's a it's a DLC area where it is a wide open area, but there. There's a, a blizzard that's set on a timer that can completely blind you, and there's these bulky reindeer enemies that will just spawn in and just run you over at an it, while the blizzard's going when you can't see anything. <laughs> Isn't there also like a snowy area in Dark Souls Three? Yes, that is the the Ariandel uh, DLC. Yeah, I remember. I think I mm-hmm. found that on my first playthrough. So mm-hmm. I hadn't even fought Deacons of the Deep yet. Yeah, it's right before that area, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, what's this dude? And then he teleported me into the DLC, and I was like, fuck! It's like, <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> I want to say it's like a level 50 zone or higher. I would say more 60, 70, but... Yeah, because like the, there, aren't there giants at the beginning right there? Or slightly taller than normal? Enemies? Uh... There's because they drop like three thousand or five thousand souls apiece, but they're they're fucking bitches. yeah. There's the the I don't really know their official name. I just call them like the the giant Viking dudes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there, there's those guys. There's the the tree monsters that will like shoot fireballs at you. The wolves, and then there's two bosses in there. One of them isn't too bad, but. The other one is definitely a hard fight for sure. Sister Frida is the I think one of the few like th- three phase bosses in Dark Souls, if not the only one that I can think of. I want to say maybe Sister Maria from uh, Blood. Oh yeah, Lady Maria. Yeah, that that. Sh- Lady uh, Maria. Oh wait, no. Astral Clock Tower. Yeah. Also. Actually, that's, yeah, one of the few. There's that one. And also, I think Orphan of Cost is a three-stage as well. I think I'm in the DLC for Dark Souls, for, for, for Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've gotten to him yet. Uh, I think he's, I when you get to the fishing village. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he comes out of, like, a... He, you fight him on the beach, I know. Yeah, he... <laughs> He comes out of a carcass of some sort. Yeah, pretty much. And then... You know, what I love about Dark Souls is the lore. Obviously, Mm -hmm. we won't be like Vadi Vidi. If you want to know the lore of Dark Souls, check him out. Um, (laughs) But, like, I love Dark Souls. It's like, oh, yeah, there's a curse that's going on. Uh, Dark Souls 2, oh, there's a curse going on. Uh, Dark Souls 3, oh, there's a curse going on. <laughs> Elden Ring, oh, there's a curse going on. Uh, and Bloodborne is like, what if the worst thing that could have happened happened? Oh, also, there's a curse going on. Yeah, no, it's... How many how many ways can we just make everyone's life living hell? It's like... But... Uh, putting a swamp level right at the beginning of the game, Elden Ring. God bless... <laughs> 
I remember I when I first started Elden Ring, mm-hmm. I like I came out of the, the the beginning zone, took the elevator up, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, cool, uh, interesting stuff. Let me let me go to the right and behind the starting area. Let me see what's over there. Yeah. And I was attacked by a fucking dragon. Yep. <laughs> of course, Tree Sentinel is right in front of me. Yeah. And then behind him is the fucking dragon. Yeah, when you go down to the lake area. <laughs> and the dragon isn't initially there like Tree Sentinel no, is. There's like a bunch of dudes in. around an altar and he like glides in and curb stomps anyone in his way. Because I think I ran up to fight those guys, and then mm. he appeared. Yeah, no, he, he he was the precursor to Radon. <laughs> uh, God, that fight is so much fun, but oh my god, is it wild. I mean, I think it's a very interesting mechanic that you can just summon... 70 people to help you and (laughs) it doesn't make the fight easier yeah no like the best it does is take aggro but his attacks are so wide and sweeping that it it does not matter if you are like to the side of him and he's swinging at one of the summons you're still getting hit (laughs) yeah god and like the the fact that like radon as a character exists like the the whole like lore behind him of he's literally <laughs> there there's a youtube video that i saw that described it the best where he's warring with solar bodies while skateboarding a horse from the hospice <laughs> that is the best way of describing radon you know if so you've if you've never played elden ring don't know anything about it General Don is a 30-foot man riding a two-foot horse. That is, like, basically anorexic. Um, And their best friend. And his name is Leonard. Um, And also, General Don has the power to stop the stars. (laughs) He's forced them to stop orbiting. Yeah, while being afflicted with brain rot, basically. <laughs> and one of his his main attacks when he goes into his second phase is that he goes into the cosmos and he he attacks you like a comet. He just fucking zooms in yeah. and destroys you. You will get one shot if you're in the way of that. There is no choice. <laughs> what I love is that there is a cheese where if you are by the water... You can make him fly out of the air. <laughs> you can make him fly deep into the water and he automatically dies. Yeah. Uh, there's also another attack that he has where he uses, like, the gravity magic and he, like, flies up into the air and then does, like, this, like, mini spiral dive bomb with the gravity magic. It's so cool. I was gonna say that's also a very fun thing, is that certain bosses can kill themselves. I think it's absolute bullshit that um, oh, fuck. I said his name earlier. Who's the wall at the beginning of Elden Ring? Uh, Margaret. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Margaret yeah. Can't fall off of his. Stage, yeah. And that's yeah. Absolute dog shit. Yeah. Because I was able to get him all the way to the edge, and I started smacking the shit out of him. And I'm like, wait, is there an invisible wall there? And, and then, then I went right off the edge, and <laughs> oh, I was no. like, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> God damn it. Either let me knock him off, and then he jumps back on, yeah, or don't put it in a fucking bridge. Yeah, no, that... 
Like, have, have you seen have you seen the creatures like Creature House? Uh, maybe I'm not. Uh, Uber Hackster Nova. I know that channel. I don't know if I've seen. So it it was a it, there was a channel that he was a part of mm-hmm. uh, the Creature House. I mean, there's some minor controversy there, but it's like a dude dated someone when he told everyone not to date people there. And it's like, I'm like, oh, is that it? He was just, he was just slightly a hypocrite. I mean, there might be some other stuff going on, but Mm -hmm. I I don't know enough about it. But anyways, they made him play Dark Souls. Mm -hmm. So he had never played any of it. Um, the beginning of Dark Souls, and they were like, okay, you have to go up to the Taurus Demon, and that's where the challenge is. It's like Hot Seat, mm-hmm. uh, and like the, like they set a challenge in a game, and you have to beat it. Not only did he, um, like, you know, you know the, the, ro- the boulder that gets pushed to, go, to break into Oscar's cell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only did he, while he was going up those steps, decide to randomly roll off of it to the right... Not even seeing the boulder. <laughs> uh, he then went on, when he fought the Taurus demon, he sure. didn't do the plunge attacks. Wait, the Taurus or the Asylum demon? The Taurus diem- demon. I am skipping oh. ahead. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So when he got to the Taurus demon, he didn't do the plunging attack from the tower mm-hmm. like you're supposed to. Yeah. He ran straight at the Taurus demon, like fought it a little bit, and got it to angle it to the side, mm-hmm. and then you know it, how the Taurus demon it has, its, has yeah. its back jump? <laughs> it goes right off the it edge. It went right off the edge. <laughs> That's amazing. And he was like, what? Did I get it? And then Uber Hacker Nova and Alex, um, I don't know his, um, his gamer tag or whatever, mm-hmm. both got up in anger. Because they were already pissed that he dodged the boulder, yeah. Uh, and then, like, I think he does like one other thing where he got lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and they just fucking left. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, there, there's just something that's just satisfying about making a boss just fall out of the arena, like, <laughs> like obviously don't like, don't program it to do that every time, but like have. Have the option for the boss to be stupid. Yeah, no. Uh, there was one boss that I remember in uh, Sekiro that I managed to get to fall off the map. And it and it's funny because it's like one of the hardest bosses in that game. <laughs> it was the, the Demon of Hatred. And normally you're like in this like little... Uh, like, snow-covered area in front of the gates. I think it's, like, where you originally fight the first boss, Giobu. Um, and there's just this one tower that I climbed up on, and I kind of looked to the side, uh, like, to where the, the roofing of the gate was, and you can actually get on top of that roofing, and if you kite the the boss towards you there is a little ledge off the side and he'll go to attack you on the roofing with and just fall off the edge uh, i i think i think most rumsoft games have a cool bit where you like you come up against the tutorial boss mm-hmm. your your asylum demons um i don't think eudix gundir has it um mm-hmm. 
like Elden Ring has it where that you first fight that grafted thing that's supposed to kill you. Oh yeah, the grafted scion, yeah. Um and then also in Demon Souls there is uh the wandering the Vanguard demon. demon. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. So what what I love in most of those games is that you have you have the tutorial boss that you're either supposed to die to mm-hmm. or you're supposed to run away from uh which is Dark Souls, um Vanguard Demon and uh Grafted Scion both you can defeat. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're supposed to die to them. Uh, what I love is that you can kill them if you're good enough, mm-hmm. and you get usually you get a reward. Um, like Vanguard Demon, I think you get like a hammer or something. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what Grafted Scion gives you other than like souls. It gives you um, it it gives you a shield and a sword, I think. Yeah. Um, and then. Asylum Demon, there's a he gives you a club, which isn't great, but it's good early game. But well, it's good once you can get the strength for yeah. it. But it's like here, but have this weapon that. that needs forty strength in yeah, like yeah. the early game when your strength's ten. <laughs> um, but what I think is absolute dog shit in Sekiro, if you manage uh, to Genichiro. beat Genichiro <laughs> on the first try. There's a slightly different cutscene where he's down, and then you go closer, and then he just chops your hand off like usual. Yeah. Uh, and then the start of the game happens. It's like, okay, I get it. But also, why? Acknowledge <laughs> me. <laughs> like, I just beat him without any, uh, any grappling stuff with the prosthetic hand, uh, without any demon arts or anything. And then, like, a single healing gourd. <laughs> I just kick this guy's ass, and what I get is a slightly different cutscene where the same outcome occurs. Like, yeah. have a bunch of archers appear and shoot me, or uh, have a different enemy distract me when he chomps my arm off. Yeah. Give me something. Obviously, I never did that, because I'm not good at these games, but, you know, yeah, no, reward it's... other players who are good. Yeah, no. I want to say, I think in one of the Devil May Cry games, like Devil May Cry 5, um, mm-hmm. there, like you can defeat Satan, like the big boss at the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. and then the game just ends. <laughs> That's because amazing. Because you beat him. Yeah, and no. they have And they have a thing where like, oh, you, nice going, Dante, you did it. Yeah. Like, we could have had like a cool adventure or something, but uh, you're just too good, man. Give us that. Just fucking have Sekiro end when you beat Genichiro. Yeah. I mean, there there is uh, one part in, like, the halfway point of the game where, depending on a choice you make, uh, determines what boss fight you do. And if you pick a certain boss fight, the game just ends right there. <laughs> because it's... When you're at the top of Ashina Castle and you're confronted by Owl... And you can either uh, obey him or disobey him. And if you obey him, you fight uh, Emma and Ishin. And then if you beat them, then the game just ends. <laughs> but yeah. I love you fight Genichiro again. And then you beat him. And then he's like, what if I just did lightning? And then doesn't, later, uh, doesn't he survive that, or does he die there? No, he he survives that because he's uh, part of the final boss. Which, if you count uh, that part of Genichiro, is a four phase boss. <laughs> and 
so you, you fight yeah you fight Genichiro and weirdly enough that Genichiro out of all three of them is like the easiest one to beat the last one yeah I mean and that then, makes sense yeah and then after you beat him he's just like I cool and then he takes uh, the mortal blade which is like a thing that severs immortality he like cuts his own neck and then the the one guy I mentioned earlier Ishin basically like climbs out of him and then you fight him and I'm sorry yeah no he 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 like cuts his own neck and then uh, Ishin climbs out of him <laughs> so he just had another dude in him the entire time. I think, I don't know, like, it's something with, like, the immortality that, like, rebirthed Ishin back to his youth or something. I don't know. So, I, my Sekiro lore is very rusty. I know, but, it involves centipedes. Yeah, no, sem- centipedes give immortality because raisins, I don't know. But, <laughs> but yeah, and that fight against Ishin is one of the best boss fights in that game by far it's so good <laughs> okay here here's a here's something we can talk about what what are your favorite bosses from each game ooh okay we'll we'll start from the beginning um kingsfield i can't answer what's that fa- <laughs> what's your favorite boss from kingsfield <laughs> go on know. show everyone how much of a front fan you are <laughs> Uh, no, obviously we'll start with uh, Demon Souls. Well, who's your favorite boss from Demon Souls, Jim? Uh, favorite boss from Demon Souls. I don't. I haven't played all the way through the game, but just from visualizing the game itself. Um. Hmm. I feel like I gotta go with Old King Alon. I feel like that's. Just stylistically, it's just one of the cooler bosses in the game. That's the final boss, yeah? Yeah. Or the, the final boss? Yeah, you fight him again, and then he's just No, like, you fight true King Alant. Yeah, but he's just a slug, and I don't even really count that as a boss fight, even though it has a health bar, but... I, I give my hats off to um the uh, the Tower Shield Sentinel or whatever. Yeah, he, that's also a very good one. Uh, Flame Lurker's a classic. Um... Isn't there isn't there a blind guy? Oh yeah, I think uh I think I can't remember if he's called like old hero or something. Yes, yeah, yeah he's yeah. the old hero. That's a good one. Uh as goofy as his name is, Penetrator's a pretty good boss. <laughs> um the 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 giant dragon guy. From what I've heard he's one of the best bosses in the game. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Akin to the better Tra- chaos. Yeah. Oh God! No! 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 <laughs> we'll move on to uh, we'll move on to Dark Souls, uh, where I have a little bit more grasp. Yeah, Dark Souls. Um. First and foremost, I would love to say fuck you to Capra Demon. Capra Demon's one of the worst fights in the game. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Understandable. Have a I nice think day. That's my that's like when I first played, like my first playthrough, that was the wall, and I decided no. Yeah. It's it's all because of the dogs. Once you clear out the dogs, no, it's not that. It bad, was just but... him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I'll tell you why later. But yeah, um, but uh, sh- should I separate base game from DLC or? Uh, I mean, what do you what like? I mean, we can talk about like we can we can rank the DLC bosses, but I think overall, um, yeah. Just as Dark Souls, you can just say all of them. Yeah. Um, 
From DS1, uh, I'm I'm torn between I'm torn between Artorius and ONS, but I hate both of them. <laughs> I should say all three of them. Yeah, true, but I I I beat I beat Aster uh, a, 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 sorry a of the Abyss, Artorius of the Abyss. Yeah. And I was so angry and done that I sat down, and that's when I stopped playing Dark Souls. <laughs> that was it. That was as far as I got. Yeah, yeah. I had beaten, I had beaten pretty much everyone other than the four lords, and then the final boss. When I was like, yeah, I should move on to the DLC. Oh, and I hadn't beaten Sif yet because mm-hmm. I want to summon Sif during the Manus fight to get that fun hidden cutscene uh, yeah, when yeah, you yeah. fight Sif. Yeah. In base game. Where it makes it a lot more depressing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, prepare to cry edition. Indeed. Um, and also, Ornstein and Samoa was the second wall I hit when I picked, when I oh, picked yeah. Dark Souls back up. I was like, all right, let me try Ornstein and Smell, And that's when I stopped the second time I played. Mm-hmm. And then the third time I played, I stomped them. Yeah, no. Because I finally figured out Pinwheel. Yeah, yeah, with the rate of kindling. Yeah. Um, I mean, for the most part, like, when, you, when you're when you prepared for Orntine and Smell, they aren't terrible. Mm-hmm. But they are so daunting, like, when you first play the game. Yeah, cause I think it's the... Uh, well, technically, it's the, second. It's, it's the second gank fight because of Bell Gargoyles, but that one, the they second lead you, one's in half, yeah. They lead you, like, because Bell Gargoyles are to whet your appetite for double boss. Yeah. Specifically for Ornstein and Smo, who you start off with both of them. I think those are the only two double bosses, maybe? I think in Dark Souls 1, yeah. Yeah, that's. I can't think of any. I mean, technically you could argue Nito, but that's just more he just has a shit no, ton of No, he just has a bunch of mobs, yeah. yeah. Also... And those, those are easy if you have any purified weapons. Or yeah, anything. you need a divine weapon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because then they uh, don't respawn, and then he's just easy. Because he only spawns, like, ten. Yeah, no. He spawns, like, six of the small ones and then, like, four big ones. But uh, that... Nito's I, the only Lord Soul I've killed. Yeah, I... I thought... He's probably, the for me, the second most annoying out of the Lords. Just because... I think there's a Divine Drop that you get at some point. Yeah, well, not not because of the mobs, but... I think the two the two things that that bother me about his fight are the initial drop that you just you take fall damage and you can't do anything about it, but and you also drop your armor. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you. I mean, it's damage nonetheless. But and then also he has like the delayed attack that can cross map you, and if you get hit by it, you get toxic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I no. don't think that came up for me though. Yeah. I remember him being piss easy. Yeah, but those are the only my only main. Yeah, you can say though. both of them uh, if you if you think they're both equally as good as each other. Ornstein and Smo and Artorius. Yeah, yeah. Like I think Artorius is definitely the harder of the two. Oh yeah, no, in for my sure. opinion, because like I was, I think when I fought Ornstein and Smo, I was like high seventies, mm-hmm. um, and I had Havel's armor. And that fucking that stopped Orenstein entirely. Yeah, no, Havel's um, armor. He did is really nothing good. to me. Um, and I was able to flatten him. 
and then I somehow got Smo stuck in a butt-stomping loop, and the huh. lightning damage didn't do anything because I was wearing Havel's armor. Yeah. So I just killed him. Yeah. No. Um, Artorius, I was wearing Havel's armor. He beat me every single time. I had to. I think I had to swip, swap to... I think I was wearing, like, um, the Pyromancer outfit or... Mm-hmm. Um, the gold hemmed or the one that you get from ceaseless just yeah yeah, yeah. Go- the gold hemmed cloak or whatever i think called. i yeah. had that one because i think it has good curse uh perfection yeah, I, I think it has good dark resist yeah and then um and it's also fast and he's a fucking bolt oh yeah especially if you if he's able to get his uh like steroid off when he charges up like then he gets really scary but uh yeah no he's definitely harder of the two bosses for uh, me. Okay. Yeah. Um, then we'll move on to Dark Souls 2. I have no opinions because I haven't played it yet. Dark Souls 2. Okay. I've been told by everyone it's the one of the worst games. Except by my cousin who says it's his favorite Dark Souls game. Uh, yeah. I He's never played the first one, though. Yeah. Um. Personally, I don't mind it as much. I, I do actually enjoy it from time to time it's just that there's some areas that can be very frustrated from like, what i've heard it's frigid outskirts like, but <laughs> it's just like how many enemies can we fit in this zone and the answer is yes yeah no there are when, when i think of dark souls 2 there are definitely three areas that i find the most frustrating but outside of those it's usually not too bad um, but my favorite boss from DS2, um, if we're going off of DLC, I, ooh, actually there's two from the same one that I'm not, sh- I think I'm going to say Fume Knight because from the DLC, just because Sir Alon is a very cool boss fight, but his run back is so bad. <laughs> See the dude in the, uh, like, uh, the Abyss with the Knights? No, that is Burnt Ivory King. Sir Alon is, uh, he's in, like, this, like, wide, ornate room with, like, a checkered flooring, and he's, like, a samurai knight kind of guy, and you have to go into, like, a, one of the things in Dark Souls 2 is an item that you can get that allows you to act, interact with certain objects, and you can, like, access memories, and his boss fight is in one of those, and the run back is so bad, <laughs> but... So I'll probably give it to Fume Knight from base game. Uh, I think probably Dark Lurker is probably my favorite one from base game. It, it kind of is similar to Pontiff Sullivan from DS3 in regards to like how the fight works, except it's a little bit more magic-oriented than Melee. I'm but, sure I've gotten to Pontiff. Uh, he's in Irithyll, yeah, Snowberry. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, so I'd probably say Dark Lurker and Fume Knight, separating the DLC and base game. But uh, then yeah, we move on to Bloodborne. Blood- Technically, chronologically, we move on to that one. <laughs> yeah. Mikolash. No, I'm kidding. Uh- <laughs> what, you don't like the guy that runs away from you <laughs> and attacks like a bitch. Yeah, no. We- 
For anyone listening, if you ever fight Mikolash, you get into the room where you dro- where you have to drop down to get to him. You sit up on the ramp and just throw poison <laughs> knives, throw poison knives at him, and just let him bleed like bleed out, basically. Apparently, there I saw another strat where like it's at the start of the fight or mm-hmm. where you're moving to his boss fight arena. There's like a window that you can see him through, and mm-hmm. you can hit him through it and aggro him. And for whatever reason, his AI busts, and he starts attacking you instead of running away. But he's trying to attack you through a wall. Yeah, interesting. I I haven't heard of that one, but I I just saw it the other day. Um. All right. Favorite. Hmm. Favorite Bloodborne boss. I'm trying to remember all of them. I have none. Yeah. <laughs> all of them are bastards. Father Gascoigne is a bastard. You move on to, from that. Um, I mean, technically, before that is the uh, not the, the cleric first, beast. Yeah, the cleric beast. That one's that one's a bastard. Not, that one's not too bad if you have Molotovs, but I'm like, I think I either had like an AI help me or my cousin help me, mm-hmm. and my cousin carried me through the entirety of Bloodborne. Yeah, no. Um, have to rule out Ron because he's a spider. <laughs> Um, that man is a potato. <laughs> um, that's a woman. Oh, oops. Uh, I misgendered him first, though. <laughs> Her. Yeah. Um, Bloodstarved Beast. Uh, that that boss Amelia he... are just the same boss, colored differently. Bloodstarved Star... different patterns. Yeah, Bloodstarved Beast. You can cheese if you have the. My the... cousin beat him for me. You can cheese if you have the one item it's like some sort of like beast blood pellet or not yes. beast blood but no he he my cousin did that too it's some sort of thing it's like a throwable and it like attracts enemies to it but oh um, no my my cousin just used um he had, he used a beast blood pellet, yeah that that's like a damage steroid thing yeah uh, and then or no i think he used it on rom mm-hmm. um because rom like when you hit the stone on hit on her front, it bounces. Or... Yeah, but it also increases the the blood thing. And then he did a visceral, and it did like half of her health. Yeah. Um, witches of Hemic is a meme. Uh. That one is dog. <laughs> uh, Shadows of Yarnum is actually a pretty cool boss, but it's also a triple gank fight, so it's a little annoying. But There's also a way that you can glitch into their arena and just kill them. True. Um... Oh, I know this... I know I've been separating DLC and base game, but for this one, I think I, I gotta go with just DLC. Ludwig the Accursed. Probably... I, I know nothing about Ludwig. <laughs> Uh, he's the boss that gives you the Moonlight Greatsword in Bloodborne, and I, something that we haven't talked about as much, but oh my god, one of the best boss fight themes I have ever heard. It is so good. (laughs) Yeah, like, as soon as you were like, something we haven't talked about, I was like, oh, he's gonna talk about music. Yep. (laughs) But yeah, his... His boss music is so good, especially when you get into Phase 2. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we're both musicians, uh, me and Jim. I play the bass and he plays the trombone. Yep. I play the big old slidey trumpet. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> if there's one thing that 
that is kind of a curse is when it comes to music is a lot of the times you hear a lot of similarities and there are so many times when i'm like you know i'm playing elden ring and i hear the battle theme for the the god skins and there's just certain points where i'm just like singing along to the god skin thing and then i transition into the phase two part of ludwig's theme and just out of because it just it, they sound so similar <laughs> i mean it's probably the same composer or yeah probably uh, one but... of the underlings mm-hmm. but yeah i would probably say ludwig favorite bloodborne boss dark souls 3 uh I haven't played Dark Souls 3 most recent. Like, I think Dark Souls is the most recent one I've played. Mm-hmm. I, I remember I just got past uh, High King Wolfnir. Yeah, the, that's and a then I, I got goofy into that, little gimmick fight. That... I got into that, like, area past mm-hmm. him. Like, the that's Aerithyll. Aerithyll. Yeah. I think I got there, and then when all the enemies were super tough, the base enemies, mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I'm done. Yeah, no. So I've only played to the bosses before him. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, I think my favorite... Uh, I'm gonna be splitting him again. Favorite base game boss for me is the Twin Princes boss fight, mm. which might be more of a divisive take because I know uh, one of my... Ha- uh, Ilya, one of the other participants, he hates that boss, <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that one's a fun, that, that was one of the fights when I was doing my first Dark Souls 3 playthrough where it was like, I kept getting my ass kicked, but I was like, I, I never was like mad about it. I was like, this boss is just so cool. (laughs) But, um, and then for DLC, um, I've got to give it to Slave Knight Gale. That is stylistically is just such a cool boss. With, where he can like has he has like the crossbow there's when you get later on there's like the lightning around the arena and he can like explode into this like aura of like skulls that like fly at you it's it's just stylistically such a cool fight he he's the dude that's with the painter right yeah he's the one that takes you into the first dlc there there's a fun fact there um have I shown you any of the Goes Wrong show or any of those? Uh, I can't say I'm familiar. No. What a mistake. I have to show you those. Those are my favorite media. Okay. Um, I'll show you those later. There's actually yeah. one of the actors from that uh, voices the painter. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Bi- Byrony Corrigan. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like... <laughs> It's very hard to tell it's her first and foremost, but it's it's very cool that she's able to do that. Um I I enjoy Stray Demon in Dark Souls 3, if only for the thematic stuff and because it's the in, in Dark Souls 1, obviously you fight 3 of that guy. Oh god, yeah. Uh cuz you have Asylum, then you have Stray Demon and then, and then you the have, Fire Sage. I'm yeah. stuck on the Fire Sage. Yeah. <laughs> From sauce, worst weapon, the copy paste button. <laughs> Essentially, um, I I just like the thematic going back to because mm-hmm. Dark Souls three is a love letter to Dark Souls one. They're in the same series, but it's mm-hmm. all just a love letter to Dark Souls one. Yeah, especially when you get to the end with Soul Cinder, and it has when you get into phase two, it has hints of Gwyn's theme in it, and it's just so good. 
<laughs> um, I mean, we can talk about Sekiro. I also haven't played Sekiro, so I have I no ha- idea. Yeah. Um, um, so we can just move on to Elden Ring. Yeah, I, I'll just put my quick plug in to the final fight against Sword, Sword Saint Ishin. But that fight is so cool. But uh, Elden Ring, ooh, there's so many good good options and then there's so many bosses that i could just absolutely cook <laughs> god bless her being the equivalent of a wet noodle <laughs> and all of her simps oh yeah god literally just the enemies in that boss room just crawl on the floor <laughs> it, i hate that bit yeah no She got divorced by Radigan because she cloned 30 of herself. (laughs) Um, Are those her clones, or is this a different thing? They're children, but yeah. (laughs) Because, like, she... Well, essentially, technically, Radigan, like, broke off with her first... And then because of that, she's like, oh, I'm imperfect. I gotta make the perfect clone of myself. And that's why there's all those little, like, children around in the first phase of her fight. But. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Elden Ring is fun and also very dark. But uh, that's just what? from soft games in general. But um, From the mind of uh, George R.R. Hi- Martin. And hide your tacos, Miyazaki. <laughs> Sorry, what did you just say? <laughs> it's a, a quote from a YouTube video. Don't mind me. Hide but yeah. your tacos. <laughs> hide your tacos, Miyazaki. Um, but yeah, me, yeah, Miyazaki and George. It was funny. I was watching. I, I'm going a little bit on a tangent here, but uh, George actually did a thing, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, I actually." Like, like they just came for me, came to me time to time to like talk about certain ideas. But overall, I just kind of did like the overall world building and then let them just build off of what I gave them. And he, he actually like <laughs> was very like hands off about the entire process of the game, which I found very interesting. But technically, I didn't really do anything. <laughs> I just said that there should be big women with big boobs <laughs> and men with penises. <laughs> people die all the time and the ones you don't expect die yeah um but favorite boss from Elden Ring uh do you like Soldier of God Rick <laughs> Soldier of God named Rick <laughs> um but I this might be a more of a un- a unique pick, but I think I might have like I I like bosses for like stylistically and also just like the different abilities that they have, and I think I'm gonna have to this, this might be a more unique take, but I'm gonna go with um Estelle. <laughs> I I think that's probably gonna be my favorite boss is him. Ah, yeah, Estelle. <laughs> Um, he's that guy. Yeah, no, he he's a okay. I guess I should probably go into more detail, but from Elden uh, Ring, Estelle. Estelle yeah. is essentially one of the creatures that Radon is holding back. He is a giant astral like 
centipede with a skull on for a face and giant like pincer things. But he he has a lot of things with gravity magic and like he he can teleport. He has this one move where he like opens up a rift in the arena and just fires like a bunch of meteors at you. Um he has kind of just a lot of different like gravity based spells and his design is just very cool. And there's a another there's one there's technically two of them in the game and there's the second one that you fight has this one really cool command grab where he basically creates like nine or 10 of himself around the arena and they all go for a simultaneous command grab that centers in at the middle of the arena. And I, that, that's just one of the coolest moves ever. <laughs> I don't know, but Estelle natural born of the void. Yes. <laughs> Not only is its face a skull, it has skeleton arms. <laughs> it has six of those, two pairs, uh, two pairs of three. Mm-hmm. It has several pairs of mandibles. Yeah, wings like a dragonfly, and a hor- a giant horrifying tail. Yeah, made of bubbles. Uh, it's, it's like star energy. I don't know. <laughs> Something of and that. That's name. your favorite boss. Yes, <laughs> I love Estelle, but um, I was gonna be like bring up like um, that one snake dude who's uh, whose head is fucking under the snake, and that's uh, one of the dumbest things. Oh, Praetor Rikard, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I love the gimmick where you he you you literally get a weapon in his arena that can kill him. <laughs> Yorm round two, electric boogaloo. <laughs> uh, we had already talked about Radon. Yeah, he seems pretty cool. Um, I like the Elden Beast design. I don't think the fight's that cool. Uh I mean, other than it's just a fat dragon kind of thing. I'm going <laughs> to... This might be a hot take, but I find uh, Radigan's fight more annoying than Elden Beast. <laughs> but <laughs> that's, the, that's the guy before it, yeah. Yeah, I find him to be more annoying and frustrating with the things that he does comparatively to Elden Beast. But that that, that might be a hot take, but... <laughs> uh, what's, the, what's the one boss towards the beginning that gives you the Game of Thrones sword? Game of Thrones sword. Yeah, the swords upon swords upon swords. Oh, the Leonin Misbegotten? Yes. Le- Le- yeah, yeah, yeah. Leonin Misbegotten. Yeah, yeah no, a- in my beginning, in my first game, I was like, I just want that sword. Yeah, no, I, I used that sword for a period of time in my first playthrough as well. And then I swapped over just to... It looks stupid. <laughs> yeah. And then I swapped over to another sword, which... You get from a different land and misbegotten fight, but that's also a gank fight with a crucible knight. Uh, <laughs> I just love. I would just love. Here, here, guys. It's it's George. Um. So you know how I have the uh, the iron throne. What if uh, what if you made a weapon out of that? <laughs> what if you turned it into a sword? <laughs> uh, what if instead of a throne, it was it was a sword? Yeah. I think that would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And then Hydrotacos was like, hey guys, you know it'd be great in this game? Because I'm not going to do a Japanese accent. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, hey guys, you know it'd be good in this game? Seven swamp areas. 
You guys thought Farron Keep was bad. What if we just made an entire lake of scarlet rot? Have fun. <laughs> uh, you thought uh, you thought Blight Town was was fine. That it was only relegated to one area. If there were seven Blight Towns, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have one, one is <laughs> right inside of the starting zone. There is a second one outside of the starting zone. There is one underground. <laughs> and there is one filled with scarlet rot. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll put another one in on the way to one of the hardest bosses in the game, because why not? <laughs> also, what if we just themed a boss just around poison? Yeah. And made her one of the hardest bosses in the game. Yeah. Oh no, who's that naked man with two katanas? <laughs> what is that pot-headed man doing <laughs> to <Dwarf> creation? <laughs> Watch him die and... Oh, no, he's doing good. Oh, doing he, good. he hasn't been hit. He's oh god, really and she's dead. <laughs> well, that second phase, uh, she gets substantially hurt and she's dead. Yep. <laughs> and he's a hero. <laughs> a legend amongst many. <laughs> Apparently, they sent him a katana? Unreal life? That's sick yeah. as hell. They they sent him a katana. <laughs> and I think they were like, it was honoring 8,000 people being helped with, by him. Jesus, that's insane. And he's still going? Oh, a true legend of our time. <laughs> I want to say that someone else has referenced him in a game. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Uh, we are, of course, referring to Let Me Solo Her. Yes. <laughs> I just... Just some guy was like, man, this is a really hard boss fight. What's the most disrespectful thing I can do? Yeah. Take off all of the armor, all of Except my clothes. Except for a pot helmet. <laughs> place a pot upon my head. <laughs> change my name to Let Me Solo Her. And then just run in. <laughs> I think that's the, I think that's my favorite part is that he doesn't want your help. He doesn't need your help. Yeah, he's there to. He is the help. <laughs> he is there for one reason and one reason alone, and that is to solo her. Yeah. Ah, uh, what other? There, there's just so many like interesting bosses in Elden Ring. It's like, I hate the statues in the catacombs. Oh, the the watchdogs. Yes, those things are. Which so... first of all, those are cats. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Don't be blind. I was stuck on the first one, like. I don't even remember where the area is. And I think like, it's that like was my rock. The lower left past the tree sentinel, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that one I think it just has a sword. Mm-hmm. And it's a fucking bitch. I'm very bad at patterns. Mm -hmm. Uh I can't learn patterns, which makes the FromSoft game super hard for me. Um like I think maybe it's like muscle memory, but like my brain never goes yes they've done this therefore this comes up next i just go ah things are happening yeah i don't i don't know if i when i usually play i visualize it in that respect it's usually i 
I'm just kind of like tracking the boss the entire time and I just pay attention to specific ways that they move and that usually tells me what move is about to come but I usually don't be like oh this move happened so now they're gonna do this it's more just I it's a more like touch and go kind of style of doing it I guess cool I can't even learn what moves they're doing (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah it happens um what other but hmm I'm trying to think of what other bosses we can talk about uh, we don't just have to talk about bosses we can talk about like weapons true we haven't even really touched on weapons other than the great uh, the, the moonlight, moonlight great, great sword, sword yeah and tail weapons cause like some weapons are and, and the game of thrones sword mm-hmm. cause so, some of the weapons are just I, I love that they're out of this world yeah uh, and stupid yeah. Oh boy, the here go all the decks boys with their rivers of blood about Ujikatana. to Katana. Yeah, the rivers of blood just to go one shot everything because bleed is stupidly strong in Elden Ring, but uh I remember in in one of my Dark Souls playthroughs. Mhm. I was playing, I was I was in Blight Town. I was stuck on I was stuck on the spider chick. I can't remember her. Quaylag, yeah. Yeah, Qua- Quaylag. And I was like, and I was using humanity so that I could get someone to help me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I got invaded by someone. And I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to kill me. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, seeing them, and, like, I started charging at them, and they, they started, like, uh, like, they bowed at me, and I was like, oh, cool, friend, nice. Um, and then the very next thing he did was he dropped something. Yeah. Um, which I don't think you can do in in any Dark Souls game now. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, or no, I know in Elden Ring, because I helped my cousin, um, who helped me through through Bloodborne, Mm -hmm. there was, like, a certain weapon from an NPC that you have to kill. And I Mm -hmm. was able, I was, it was, I think it was my game, so I had him help, so I dropped it. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think if you invade, you can drop stuff anymore for people. I think if you, I might be wrong. I think if you do co-op, you can drop stuff, but I don't... Yeah, invading, I don't know if you can do it that way. Um, and what happened... So I'm in Blighttown right before uh, Quaylag. Mm-hmm. And this guy drops something, and then he drops another thing, and he drops another thing. He drops, like, five or six different things. Yeah. The first thing I pick up is an Uchi Katana plus five, Chaos. Oh. <laughs> um, which, for those of you who aren't familiar with FromSoft games, uh, is is considered in Dark Souls 1 to be one of, if not the best weapon in the game. Yeah, one of the strongest dex weapons in the game, for sure. Um, then he dropped, I think he dropped a couple Titanite slabs. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> damn. Uh, which is the highest upgrade material, if you weren't aware, guys. And then he dropped King Gwyn's soul. Casually, yeah. Just, just, just have a couple casually, of the, just a couple of those King lying around. King Gwyn's soul. Yeah. It was the final boss. Yeah. Um, And then, as I picked up the last thing, he went behind me and backstabbed me and killed me in one shot. <laughs> I mean, hey, at least you get to keep the items. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. I got to pick up all of the items. Yeah. 
Um, and then I had a plus five Uchikatana on my strength build. Oops. <laughs> um, I had King Gwyn Soul. Um, and I, I don't know if I if he gave me slabs. I don't remember the other stuff. All I remember is the Uchikatana plus five chaos and King Gwyn Soul. Yeah. Um, and I remember I went. I went to uh, whatever the kingdom is called. In Orlando? Yes, in Orlando. And I went to the giant blacksmith, and I turned his soul into the sword that you can get. Yeah. And it was okay. (laughs) I was expecting, like, you know, a weapon to destroy my enemies. Yeah. And it was like, okay, this does, like, 300 damage on certain enemies, depending on their resistances. And I was like, okay, that's that's fine. And then I had to get a Twinkling Titanite to upgrade it, mm-hmm. which made it worse. Yeah, no, there's a, those are more common towards the end game, but early on they're not. Oh, yeah, as... when the Crystal Lizards, like, mm-hmm. respawn. Yeah, usually, I think overall the best weapon in Dark Souls 1 is the Black Knight Halberd. But... I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Also... In my very first run of Dark Souls, um, for those of you who don't know, there are these enemies. Uh, most enemies in Dark, Dark Souls will respawn when you go to your uh, bonfires. Yes. Yes. There are a few enemies, including bosses, that will not respawn. There are only a few common mobs that will not respawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are only placed in certain areas. Um, the characters I'm referring to are specifically the Black Knights. Um, they are Gwyn's, I think they're all technically silver knights that have been tarnished or something? They're, they're, uh, silver knights that have been, like, their armor has been, like, stained with the ash from the kiln of the first flame or something like that, and that turned him into black knights, because when he reignited the, the flame, it... Like, those are the few that, like, survived it when it went off or whatever. But um, And then there are Silver Knights that you find in the game later, and they respawn. The Black Knights don't respawn until you get to the Kiln of the First Flame. Yes, that is correct. Those guys will respawn. So there are about, I think, five or six knights in the world, and they all have a specific, they all have a specific weapon and a, like, a 0.5% chance to drop it. So you have the Black Knight's uh, sword, the mm-hmm. plain one, the Black Knight Great Sword, uh, the Black Knight Halberd, like you said. I think, and then there's an axe, and I think someone drops the shield. Yeah, but or all of them have a chance to drop the shield. I'm trying to remember where they all are. There is one there's, in the Undead Burg. There's one in the Undead Parish. Yes, right after that. There's one um, in there's, Dark Root Basin. And there's a fourth one. He is in... Um, Tomb of the Giants. There's one in Tomb of the Giants, I know for sure. Yes. But... Um, yeah. I think I... Because there's that one area... No, no. I think he's I think he's um, in the Catacombs. I, th- I think there's two. Because there's one I know for sure is in the Tomb of the Giants. Because... Yes, because he's at the, the ledge. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's the ledge um, just before the entrance to Grave Lord Nito's. Yeah, yeah, the the yeah, because there's like that outer hallway, and then you go down that hall, and then that'll eventually take you to Nito, and he's like just before that. 
then, then there's, there's the one, one in the catacombs. Yeah, yeah, because you have to drop into a specific area. I think he has the halberd. Or uh, the axe. I think he has the axe because I've gotten the halberd from the one in the Darkroot Basin. Okay. Yeah. So but, um yeah. so in Dark Souls the the correct area, the correct way to go is uh when you get to um the Undying Lands, I forget what is the base area called? Uh wait, where? I'm trying to uh, where the where the raven drops you off. Oh, Firelink Shrine. Yeah, Firelink Shrine. So yeah. you start in Firelink Shrine. You, there, there's a graveyard. You aren't supposed to go there. <laughs> there's also a secret path uh, around the bonfire, which I never knew about until like later on, like second or third playthrough. Mm-hmm. The the correct way or the proper way to go, as designated by the developers, is there is a there's a set of stairs heading upwards to an aqueduct. Yes. Uh, you follow that into the undead berg. Mm-hmm. Um, there are several. There, there's a couple dozen, maybe two dozen enemies. Um, there's a small place in a, in like a barracks area where the where there's a, the bonfire up there. Mm-hmm. You have to cross a bridge where there's a room full of enemies, and yeah. there's also people throwing firebombs at you. Mm-hmm. Clear all those guys out. There's an archer on a tower. You got to clear out. There are uh, some four. There are four guys that are heavily armored. Just yeah, the, before the, the Taurus guys. demon. Yeah. Um, like there's a tower there. There's a fire barrel trap. <laughs> yes, the fire barrel. I think Kutcher might have also dodged that one by accident. <laughs> um, but just before the tower that leads you to um, Taurus, and if you have a certain key, um, to Havel, Havel the Rock, who is. One of those, he's a very strong enemy. He's a mini boss. Oh, yeah, no, he will destroy you he if will you're not dest- prepared. He will wreck you. Um, just before that area, there is a, there's an underpath thing, and you can see a, um, yeah. an item hanging off of a dead body. And so when you get around there, you're like, oh, cool, something there. And then as you descend the steps to get to it, it's just a black knight right there. <laughs> you see, well, actually, he's his back turned to you. Yeah, that's one of the nicer spawns. Um, he has his back turned to you, and it's the very first black knight. Yeah. Um, these guys will kill you in one shot, uh, especially at this low of a level. When yeah. You, when you're supposed to get to them, and I re- I remember my first playthrough. Um, I died to him several times. Um, I did get the ring. I think it's um, it's the blue tier ring. That's the one that uh, boosts your defense when you're like low when health. your health is low. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe that's what he's guarding, and you can just run past him and grab it, and then mm-hmm. die, and then you have it forever. Yeah. Uh, I remember I was able to cheese him because you can get him stuck on a specific area and then shoot him with arrows from above. Mm-hmm. And I remember I did that. My first time killing him, I got the sword. Oh, that's beautiful. My like my first playthrough, I got the Black Knight sword. Yeah, all the Black Knight weapons are phenomenal. <laughs> um, and I think it's like a you need like an eighteen strength. It's up. It's either eighteen or twenty or something in that range. Yeah. And I think I I think I did Pyromancer. Ah, uh, yeah. So my strength was like eight base, I think. Mm-hmm. It was like eight or nine or maybe ten. Yeah. 
getting levels in Dark Souls is p- like pulling teeth, especially at low levels where um, yeah. people are worth 25 souls. I remember grinding um, because not only does he have a strength requirement of like 18, it's also like a dex requirement of 14, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Or maybe 12. It's, yeah. It, it's not as high. But you need all, both of them. Otherwise, you have to I'll, dual wield it. And then you yeah. don't have a shield. I'll, and I remember I fully got up to 18. 18 strength. Um, and, like, at that point, my, my, my souls levels were, like, at 3,000 a soul. Yeah, 20 strength, 18 decks. 18 decks. So I played a Pyromancer. Will you look up the starting stats for Pyromancer? Yeah, sure. Uh, one. I definitely misspelled that, but whatever. Okay. Uh, let's have a look-see here. Where is the stat chart? Okay, you have 10 Vitality... 12 attunement, 11 endurance, 12 strength, 9 dex. <laughs> so I believe the requirements were 18 and 16, or 20 and 18? Yeah, so you need 8 strength and 9 dex. <laughs> so, like, so that's 17 levels? Yeah. <laughs> so I remember I raised it, and I think I also had to raise my, my, my encumbrance, or my endurance, whichever raised my encumbrance, so that... Yeah. I could wear armor and have the sword. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have fat rolls. So my vitality was maybe 12. I remember getting the sword, grinding so that I could use it. I think I like I, I used the plunge attack on Taurus and killed him in like one shot. Yeah, that, that, that about sounds right, yeah. And do you know who the next boss is after him? Yes. Uh, that would be Capra. Yeah. You, when... <sighs> or, technically, Belgar goes, but yeah. But <laughs> technically, Capra Demon is an optional boss. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know I could get to, um, Belgar goes yet, because mm-hmm. I didn't know the game at all. Yeah. So I had found the Capra Demon. The run-up to Capra Demon is one of the worst run-ups because oh, so bad. Um, not only are there several, uh, there are several dogs before him. There's also assassins that have poison knives, and can also do a, a, an attack from behind that do, does a lot of your health at the beginning. And they can parry you. <laughs> and they can parry you. And I have a giant sword that can kill them in one shot, but it is very slow. Yeah, and I, I I'm either doing fat rolls or medium rolls because I didn't know about that, mm-hmm. and I have like ten, twelve vitality. Yeah, I remember sometimes I would enter the Capra Demon fight with the sword, and he would leap on me, and I would die, and then I would have to run all the way back to him. Because there's no bonfire closer to him. The only way to do a closer one is you have to walk past his area, go down where there are three more assassins. Um, you have to ignore the uh, the area to get into the sewers. 
mm-hmm. where you can fight the dra- the gaping dragon. You go past that. Then you find a tower that goes upwards, which w- has like eight more guys in it. And then you unlock the uh, the aqueduct, the other side of the aqueduct. Where the where, shopkeeper um, is, yeah. Where the shopkeeper is. And then you can go through the back way. So you can get it, which is a longer way with slightly less enemies. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's when I stopped playing Dark Souls the first time. Yeah, no, because I didn't. Is... I didn't know I could go past. Because um, I think when I when I tried to, obviously you have the Drake on the bridge, mm-hmm. and then there are the rats underneath of it. Yep, underneath is a sewer. And then past that is the bull demon, the literal bull demon. Yeah, the giant boar, yeah. Yeah, the boar, the man-eater boar. Um, and I think I I managed to kill that one, and the first time I killed that, I got the helmet. Yep. Uh, which was stupid. And then there's dozens of skeletons in that area. And I think the... Where is the bonfire there? Is it by Andre? So is that the only bonfire? There is another one. Oh yeah, it's right behind Drake. Yeah, it's right behind the dragon. If I didn't find that one, if you want to make that run, which makes it a little less painful. Actually, no, you can go through the back uh, after you kill the man eater boar. Uh, British? Or no? Is that door? The gate only only opens from the bonfire side. No, no, no. I'm stupid. Yeah, you do have to run past the Drake. Yeah, and then there's also the, another black knight there too up the tower. Yeah, no, but... I was going to talk about that one. I think he's the, he. I th- Does he have the halberd? He I th- he either has the sword or the great sword. I don't. No, remember. he might have. I think he has the great sword. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, because the first one has the sword. I know that. Yeah, and the the halberd's in uh, Darkroot Basin, where the, like just below where the Hydra is, because you can take that as another way to go to Valley of Drakes, but. Yeah, my current on my current Dark Souls run where I have Havels, I just bef- defeated Artorias. I'm mm-hmm. doing the run up to Manus, and the things in the dark keep fucking one shotting me, no matter what armor I put on, or they stun lock me when I have Havels on, and then I get pelted. Are you talking about the the guys that have like the red eyes or whatever? Yes, them. Yeah, those the those mages are. St- Stupidly, they do so much damage. Oh my gosh! I know. Yeah, I've I've worn both the gold gold helm and Havels, and neither one of them are good. Yeah, I. Before you do get down into Manus's, you do need to access like, the one secret room to get the silver pendant. But yeah, because I haven't been able to go to Hawkeye to do the Calamite fight. Yeah, because the key is in a mimic, but and I think on that run I got the Dark Knight, uh, the Black Knight Greatsword, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, this time, and I think the strength requirements is like thirty. It's yeah, it's up there, but and I'm like, okay, this time I'm not just going to pump all of them into strength. Yeah, I'm no. going to allocate them correctly. And when I get to it, I get to it. Yeah, no, there was one run that I did with that great sword, and I'm like, the damage on this thing is great, but God, does it leave it's... me open. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was doing the Manus fight, and I was like, I basically just kept 
my way of beating him was just kiting him around the arena and baiting out a specific attack so I could hit him from a distance so I wouldn't get punished. Because <laughs> Manus is super fast, isn't he? I Like I said, yeah. I'm right before him. Yeah, no. Most of his attacks are, like, not terrible, but he has this one attack, and it's like an attack string that he does where he does, like, six different swings. And if you get caught in it... You die. There is no. There is no choice. <laughs> I think I've only ever survived it once, and it was because my vitality at that point was like forty, and I had like <laughs> like ten percent HP left. It wasn't great, but um. But yeah. Uh Gosh. I love those games, but <laughs> God, they're brutal. Yeah. No, some people say, yeah, like, they're super hard, but it's super, it's super great when you get a kill. And for me, that's wrong. (laughs) I, I've, I, depending on the boss, like, it's like, I could have spent upwards of two hours on this, and Mm -hmm. I feel no satisfaction from finally winning. (laughs) I only feel the weight of, I don't have to do this again, lift from my shoulders. Yeah, that's... Completely understandable. I get that. At least Sanctuary Guardian, like... He shoot, he does lightning, so, like, Havel mm-hmm. stops him, and then the the rest of his stuff is physical. Yeah. Like, I, I enjoy games that have easy counters to things. Like, obviously, in Dark Souls, different enemies do different types of damage. Uh, they're weak to other stuff. Mm-hmm. Dungeons & Dragons really need to pick their shit up. Like... There's so many creatures in a monster manual that don't have any weaknesses. Yeah, and like 90% of them are just resistances or immunities. It's <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, the resistance to fire, poison, the two most common types of damage. Yeah, no, poison is like one of the most useless damage types in the game. <laughs> come on, dar- uh, come on D&D. Make monsters weak, you fuckers. Yeah. Like, skeletons are weak to bludgeoning, and it's like, cool, nice. What else? Yeah, no, like, skeletons and zombies being, like, resistant to poison, that makes sense. That makes sense. They don't have skin. Uh, I mean, skeletons don't have skin, and zombies don't care. They're already dead. Yeah. Mm. Why does fucking a gorgon have resistance to poison? I guess because it's... Well, I'm talking about the giant bulls. Yeah, yeah, that I think that's just cuz they're made of metal, but I don't know. <laughs> also, why is Medusa like why is she poison resistant? She has a head full of snakes, but like do, just does does the venom go through her? I, I don't know. How does but... the biology of that even work, really? Yeah, but Yeah. Most of yeah, most of the bosses in Dark Souls have like weaknesses. Come on. But then there's Get just help. but then there's just Madeir. <laughs> I brought it up earlier, but man is basically resistant to almost every type of damage. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. Like, I think his only weakness is if you have like a specific type of weapon and that's it. <laughs> like Like obviously we love our heroes to not be Adonis's like, Superman is only great when he has a weakness. Like, it's not interesting if he just solos everything. Yeah. 
And it's also not fun if Lex Luthor also solos everything. Like, make have it even. Make have it interesting. weakness. Yeah. Like, well, one thing I love about One Piece is that they will they will introduce a villain and they'll be like, "This man is made out of lightning. He can hear everything from the vibrations of electricity, which is around us everywhere. He is as fast as lightning bolts can be. Uh, mm-hmm. He can hit you with." Uh, just devastating gigabytes of power or jewels or whatever measures lightning. Yeah. And then enter our main protagonist who's made out of rubber and his natural counter. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's wonderful. Like, so many stuff. Like, they'll have people like, oh, yes, they, they're terrifying. Uh, one of the first, Crocodile, Sir Crocodile, my favorite character. Sorry, my favorite villain. My favorite character is Rosinante. Mm-hmm. Um he he ate the sand sand fruit, so he's made out of sand. So when you punch him, it's just the Sandman from Spider Man, hundred yeah. percent. Um, and I'm pretty sure, like he came out before the movie did. Um, Sandman in comics has obviously existed since like the '60s. Yeah, but Crocodile is he's intangible. He can't really be defeated by anyone without uh, hockey, which is uh, bullshit in of itself. But Mm-hmm. The way that Luffy beats Crocodile uh, is that Crocodile has a giant hook on his hand because he's a pirate. Yeah. And he, he cuts Luffy with his hook. Also, he fully impales Luffy at one point. Yeah. Just right through Luffy's chest. Uh, Luffy survives this, of course. Um, <laughs> Casually. Because Luffy starts bleeding and because liquid makes sand hard, uh, Crocodile starts taking damage. <laughs> and Luffy beats him with his own blood. <laughs> Probably one of the most metal things ever. I, I, the only reason I beat you is because my blood on my fist make you tangible. Yeah. Uh, which solidifies Crocodile, and he's able to be defeated. Because Luffy's a strong boy. Um, but when he's just punching sand, it doesn't do much. But when sand is hard, it yeah. does stuff. Like, that. that's so, that's so cool. <laughs> And Dark Souls, for the most part, yeah, they have plenty of that stuff. Like, um, like Rikael has the 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 serpent spear, the wind spear. I forget. For Rikard. Yeah, Rikard. The yeah, the serpent hunter. Yeah. Yeah, like you have that. It does extra damage, and you attack from a distance, so you don't have to get into the lava. Um, like certain other bosses there's, are like. Yeah, there's Yorm with Storm Ruler, which is kind of similar. But, thing but. high king wolfnir has his bracelets that if you shatter it killed him immediately yeah they just hit him with so much burst damage yeah um and then yeah like you have um the the tower shield knight and demon souls where you break his ankles make him fall over so he can hit the head to do more damage uh iron golem in uh, same Dark thing souls except One, he falls off he, the map because <laughs> he's the same exact character pretty much like Interesting stuff like that. Like, put that in more game designers. Mm-hmm. Like, let enemies have weaknesses that you can exploit. Because it's fun. Fun fact, in Resident Evil 4 Remake, I don't remember this coming up ever. Apparently, mm-hmm. one of the bosses is allergic to eggs. Um, and you can get different eggs in the game. You can get white <laughs> eggs, brown eggs, and golden eggs. Apparently, golden egg is the only one that does damage to him. Yeah. It does 70% of his health. Oh. There's only two golden eggs in the game. One of them is in his own throne room. 
Wait, is this the one, like, zombie child boss guy? Okay, yeah. Yeah, Ramon Salazar. Yeah. Melamor Ramon Salazar. That's that's from the first game. In the new one, he's like, my name is Ramon. (laughs) Um, And yeah, he's just weak to eggs, so if you have both of them, you can kill him with two eggs. (laughs) Otherwise, you just hit him with one egg, and it does 70% of his health. Yeah, no, that's... And it's just like, that's great. No, literally, there's like, because there's side quests, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. in um, Darks and Resident Evil 4 now. Mm -hmm. One of them is literally uh, throw an egg at his portrait. And then in that same room where his portrait is, there is a golden egg. Mm -mm. So if you put two and two together, you throw the golden egg at him, it fucking kills him. Yeah. That stuff is cool, you guys. Put it in more. Yeah, don't don't make it like, like an obvious weakness, but make it if something you can discover and then use it to your advantage. Yeah, like it. Father Gascoigne with his music box. Yeah, like I I don't think they fully say my, my father's Father Gascoigne. Yeah. No, it's just like yeah, my mom went looking out for my dad. This music box usually calms him. Yeah. It's like okay, here this dude is here. <sighs> <laughs> Games are fun, you you guys. You should play them. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's a good wrapping point. Do you? What do you think? Yeah, no, that sounds about right. Um, Jim, thank you so much. Um, obviously, no problem. As as a contender, you've gained my respect for winning. Uh, not that I didn't respect you before, but respect <laughs> is raised. I, I assume. All right, uh, join us next week where we do the championship round to see which of my friends slash mother knows me truly the best of the best in the championship round. Uh, Stay tuned and just remember that I am always correct.